Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Descend to 10,000 feet. Please keep your trade name. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside to the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. Well, I said Ryan again. Again, why, man. why does this keep I say, I don't know. You can keep is my real name Ren? Like Ren? Yeah, the last few days I've been Ren. saying Ren. Like, Ren. I, I really. Okay. Mean to say Ryan and Ren comes out. I really appreciate know? that we had this discussion, but I'm also appreciated of you taking the time to join me today here. You're appreciated Ryan. of me. Huh? So appreciated. Wow, thank you. Uh, we are very appreciative to have a special guest on today. Would you please, uh, would you introduce yourself to your beautiful listeners? Yes, I will. So my name is Ruthie. Uh, I go by Ruthie Music and I am a, a folk uh, inspired singer from northern Minnesota and I am just kind of now again stepping into the music scene so it's a little bit about me Minnesota represent don't you know okay sorry I had to say that yes it's a family for that's me. okay but yeah, yeah. I no, say more than let me don't you know. let me interject here <laughs> I apologize <laughs> Ruthie for him just making fun of your accent so blatantly in front of the world like that. It is okay. Oh, okay. I I was once in um, Washington D.C. for like a band trip in high school, and uh, this random worker at some place was like, "You sound like the girl off of Fargo," and I was like, <laughs> um, "Thank you." The girl. <laughs> no, off take of quote. That. You sound like the girl off of Fargo, huh? Why did she feel yeah. that voice that? Huh? She just, she, that seems like something that you, she should have just thought and left it there. Yeah, but, you know, I just rolled with it. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. You know, what, did you, what did you think when she told you that? I was fine with it. <laughs> Even, <laughs> so, I, okay, I live in northern Minnesota, and I went I went down, I don't know if this is like common knowledge, but everybody outside of the Twin Cities, St. Paul, Minneapolis call that, they just call that and the suburbs, the cities, like that's, it's all the cities. So I went down there for a couple of years um, in college and people down there used to call me farm girl because oh of my accent. And I'm like, I don't even live on a farm, but um yeah, I don't know. It, it's so it, there's there's that. Well, that's, I don't pretty, know where I was going that's with blatantly that. rude. Totally rude. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It's not. That, yeah. 
I'm not sure that the accent <laughs> thing matters too much. You know, here I am the one that brought it up. I just yeah. I have a lot of love. It doesn't matter, but yet that's the first thing I brought up on the show. I have a love of love from my auntie in Minnesota. Okay. Don't you oh, know? okay. And that was a little shout okay. out to her. Awesome. She listens well, to the show. Yes, shout out when to you auntie. give the background. Yeah, it helps. Kind of like when you rip Texas without saying you're from Texas. I didn't rip Texas without saying it. <laughs> I'm from Texas, folks. Okay, all right. Oh, and I okay. love Texas. I forgot my Worthers, but man. they're bougie, and you know that's why I live in the real Wild West, which is Arizona. So there's a reason why I don't live there. I the love quote, them. Real I love Wild it. West. I'm sorry. That is cool. I just went to Arizona like two weeks ago. Really? Oh, really? Where did you yeah. end up? Well, me and my friend went to Sedona. Oh, yeah. oh cool! It's beautiful up there, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it was gorgeous. This is the first time I've ever been anywhere in that area of the States. So that was pretty cool. I was nervous I was going to get bitten by a rattlesnake, but. It's a genuine possibility, but. Yeah, but they're mostly semi rare. They're just like yeah. the rattle sometimes. They're good. Leave Actually, them alone and you'll be fine. Yeah, pretty much. They just don't want to be bothered. <laughs> um, you know? So you'd never been out to the desert before? No. Wow. How did it. That was pretty cool. How did it feel to be. Was there a different feel in the air? It felt amazing, except I got really sick. Like, hmm. I don't know if it was the elevation difference or what. I don't know. I, but it was, but other than that, it was really fun and nice. And it just, it, I mean, it's been cold here for so long. So, like, the sun felt good. So. It was wonderful. Yes, it does. <laughs> the sun does something. Yeah, if you're not used to being in direct sunlight like that, it will make you feel ill. Even for people that have lived here their whole lives. I was like thrown on the sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like all the time sunscreen. <laughs> but so what brought did you had, have you always wanted to come here? Was there did you the desert call you? <laughs> this desert call to you? <laughs> um to be honest. You know, COVID is unfortunate, but plane tickets were really cheap to Phoenix. So right. Why not? <laughs> me and my friend, we we were, um, you know, we were, I turned 30 in March and she turned 30 in April. And we're like, let's do this. We're going to go on a trip for our 30th birthdays. And that's cool. So, yeah, we did that. Um, it was like 50 bucks for a plane ticket uh, out there. And that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. We uh, drove, or we flew into Phoenix, and then we drove to Sedona, and it was just a really great trip. So, shout out to Arizona. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for that. I think Arizona yeah. needs to be shouted out as much as possible. It, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, it means a lot to both of us, because we both have sort of a, this thing with the desert, man. I, I, we love the desert. The desert has its own yeah. special yeah how is it in the summer though like i mean do you guys die in the summer we could yeah it's a i would real it's a real risk um i i was thinking that though like we were going on hiking trails and there was these elderly people hiking and i mean it was probably like 75 80 degrees but i was just like oh my gosh this is so hot and um they were just probably in better shape than I was you know just hiking those trails but I don't know if you live here long enough you do acclimate, acclimate yeah. to where you can you can handle a little a little better and uh yeah I mean just to, if it felt like that when it was 80 degrees just imagine what it feels like when it's like 108 or 109 degrees out or 115 yeah 115 yeah. 
I did feel like though the it is definitely a drier heat and like in Minnesota there's obviously so many lakes and it's it's so humid it's just gross you know so that yeah, was kind of nice that. yeah yeah, yeah, sometimes you want to be able to walk down the street without breaking a sweat, you know? Exactly. It's like, exactly. for goodness sake. Like, please. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm glad you were able to experience a desert. I, yeah. I really feel like everyone should now at this point. Yeah, I'll, I would definitely go back for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I think we should jump into your musical, your origins into music. Yeah. Because so, you, you did say that you've always been musical. So tell us, tell us how yes, this I, whole thing started. <laughs> well, I was a baby. No, just kidding. Um, but I grew up in a very musical family. So I did grow up in church and I feel like any church kid is, I mean, not every church kid is musical, but you know, you have lots of opportunities to share music. I feel Amen. like in church. Yes. Um, so yeah, my my mom's family, they all like sing all the time. You know, she's one of five kids and they're just always singing harmonies. And we'd get together at family gatherings and everybody would just be singing all the time. And um, and then my dad, he he was always writing songs and, you know, kind of more into that side of things. Um, he played the guitar. He still does uh, play the guitar. Um, cool. Yeah. And so, and, and he plays the banjo. So I grew up in a, a family bluegrass band, which ah, bluegrass? <laughs> when I, yeah, when I was younger, it was literally the most embarrassing thing what? in my entire it was the most embarrassing thing ever. The most when I was embarrassing a child. thing ever? Wow. Yes. Yes, it was. I just, I, I played the dobro and I just thought that was terrible. And, <laughs> but um, it all worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up going to like jam sessions with my parents. And like, I just remember running around while, People were, you know, playing bluegrass and gospel music. Um, and I just learned, I learned so much by ear, you know, you just, as a little kid, I could, I could definitely just pick out harmonies and things like that. So that all came pretty, pretty easily. And um, I was really involved in school too. I was definitely a music nerd, loved band and choir. Um, I do have to ask uh, instrument and band alto saxophone fantastic mm. yeah and my best friends played the alto sax too and we sat by each other and we would like laugh through the entire concerts we'd just sit there and pretend we were playing we'd be like laughing and our band teacher would be just giving us dirty looks but um, yeah I never really aspired to be like first chair alto saxophone player because I was like no I don't want the solos I can't handle that um I just thought I'd probably start laughing but choir you know I tried I tried to grab those solos but <laughs> um 
yeah and then in high school I started a uh, like a girl band (laughs) you know just yeah a little girl band and you know we would sing harmonies we played at a couple different festivals and things like that and so yeah I, I feel like my elementary through my high school years was pretty much all revolving around music and um I started learning the guitar in high school um solely because I kind of wanted to start writing my own songs a little you know I wanted to delve into that um and so yeah I just kind of self-taught myself um I think the basic knowledge from band and choir definitely helped a bit and then you know all the playing by ear but but yeah so that's kind of when I started writing my own songs was um in high school and yeah I I don't know if I'm making sense (laughs) yeah you're doing fantastic yeah covering a lot of what I I sort of sort of was hoping you would share is that I think for every musician we you know as we've established probably everyone has their own story but Mm -hmm. um that story is just as important like in your perspective like everyone's origin origin story is always slightly different but like it's part of what makes us who we are you know oh definitely yeah I just really again I was like you know I, I've used I've thrown this phrase out a couple times. I was Mr. Band in high school like it's pretty much I was obsessed <laughs> Mr. every time you say that I can't I help but because they would something, something would inside me wants something yeah, deep funny. inside me wants to ridicule you you can try that's great though <laughs> I love I I love music nerds I I mean I feel like band and choir and and I was in choir in well college you love Ryan too. because he's such a wonderful music yeah sorry well yeah. it was it was literally like a resume. cult yeah, do you is. feel like it's a cult mm-hmm. yeah a exactly. i don't know anything about <laughs> band life own... I, i'm sorry guys well let's you know we'll get into it here it is a bit like a cult because you have your own it really is your own mm-hmm. stuff your own rituals um and yeah. then if you're in a four-year band program say in high school you've got these yep. yearly things you've got the cadence of like you literally have the drum beat of the drum major they have those yeah. in cults too you know drums exactly so just, yeah. You know, I I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's very actually. A you guys good way to put it. Not really making me feel any better about band. But right never joining. Yeah, I, feel I pretty definitely bad. feel pretty good about felt, my decision now. <laughs> I felt like though in um in college that cult though. It was like a whole nother level cult. Like college, another I was level. I was not in. It was a whole nother level of a cult in choir, like um college choir. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I um, like, like you live, breathe every day. You're in those practice rooms, twenty four seven. What was the defining factor that made it so much more intense than high school? Um, maybe just that they were, like, okay, this I'm back up a little bit. So, the school I went to, like, I graduated. My class was fifty people. So, you know. Anybody that wanted to join choir could join choir or choir band. You know, it's kind of one of those things. But like college choir, it's like you know you got to try out, and then Hmm. you know it's it's for me it was a whole nother level of uh, 
even just professionalism, you know, there's, there's more to it, but, um, on one hand, yeah, definitely was like a cult in a good way. (laughs) Um, and then (laughs) on the other hand, uh, I felt like I definitely, you know, I just grew a lot, um, in that experience too. So yeah, I'm definitely a music nerd. I, I like choir stuff, choral music. (laughs) No shame in that. No. Whatsoever. No, not at No. Okay, I agree. There is no shame in that. Whatsoever. Why did you no. Why did you insinuate something with your tone there? Because I have said similar statements to you in private, and you were not so kind. I don't. Response. I don't even know what you're That's talking fine. about. Like, you're nerd, you are. <laughs> a few things. I that feel like I don't everything. Remember. You see that? I'm like. Yeah. I never called him a nerd. Never. He's it's never happened. He's got to incriminate me. You never time. called me king nerd. It's never you're happened. Rude. <laughs> I do think though, like if, if like, uh, we had a, a specific, uh, building for music in our college and everybody that wasn't part of that, just like, they wouldn't step foot in there. Yeah. And it was just like, hallowed ground. these mystical creatures that went into the building, you know, they just, hmm. so anyways, yeah, <laughs> I might I be being more was- dramatic. There probably is an energy though that that creates, right? You can do whatever you want there. <laughs> I felt like if you were laying on the floor, it's fine. Like just whatever you want, you know. That sounds kind of cool. Is this from the Office? Are you, any? Do you guys watch Office? Oh office? yeah, I've seen the Office. So long. is that where they're planking on everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, I, I that just popped into my memory that we would like plank anywhere we could in the what? music building like on the pianos and anywhere yeah oh yeah so. i do remember that that's funny man. <laughs> it popped into my head it was a good memory but wild and free over there at the uh yeah the yeah building, huh? yes definitely so those that, musicians are free spirits man that really is conducive to creativity though remember we talked about that mm-hmm. just like having yeah. a hub where people can yes. to make and are music. free to just be their you kind of accepted self. like yeah it, it's just i don't know i get along best with people who are a little bit weird you know just those are the best kind of people in the world they are you just feel like you can just say whatever do whatever and they're not going to judge you and that's that's, that's my kind of people be. so Oh man, be. that's like our friendship, man. You never judge. Why? I really. Why do you have you. to make it awkward and personal? I don't know. It just makes me think how cool it is to have a friend like you. I really. <laughs> do you remember the first I'm, the first time I like walked? Is like okay. I'm glad. I have. You, I'm I've glad you feel that way. In an I'm entire year of conversation, I have never told a band camp story. But here we go. So. Okay. Did the first. Did you time, ask for this, Ruthie? No, you didn't. She wants. It. I want it. I want it. Yeah, she understands. All right. I don't right. even ask because she she resonates. I gave you level. a chance to get out of this, Ruthie. She has said <laughs> the word music nerd like four times already. Like we're on the same. Yeah. Page. We're yeah. Good. We're, we're vibing. Um. So yeah, just the first time you walk in and you're like, you're vibing band talk right now. There is a place. Oh yeah. That exists. Where yeah. there's a hallway full of. You're telling me I can just go in that room and be as loud as I want to, and I can bang on that dang piano, and no one's gonna say <laughs> shit to me. <laughs> Turn that dope, turn that loud racket down. That I was like blown away. I was like, wait, wait, people just come here and practice all day. This is the yes. thing. I was okay. There we go. <clears throat> and I'll step. I back. love practice. Wow, you, it sounds like that was a pretty unbelievable moment for you. 
Did you feel that same? Yeah. Way? Did you feel some of that? Like well, I can't believe this is actually. We had. Reality. I mean, we had practice rooms in in high school. Or are you talking about in high school? I was talking about like it was a college this, that I went time. for this oh, okay. uh, for the band camp. The yeah. there were practice rooms in the high school too, but uh, you know it was an old building, <laughs> and it wasn't like a hub. <laughs> It wasn't like oh, there were a few yeah. rooms spread out sort of in the back end of the of the band room, but it was like right. I went to this college and it was like here's this They're building everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. here's a whole like section of the building. It's all practice rooms. And it was yes. It was just cool. Yes. I love but I would love walking through there too. And yes. You know, that was the insane thing. This is what makes me feel incompetent as a musician <laughs> is those piano players. Like they in college. I had one friend um, and she was the pianist for like everybody. And she, you know, you'd, you'd listen to them in, in those rooms. And I, I, I was just like, I should quit now. I should just stop. They're amazing. <laughs> I, can, I, I know what you mean. Motivation, motivation, right? Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember the first time I heard a really competent jazz pianist play in a, like a college recital. And I was yeah, like, okay, all right. Down. I mean, I literally started at nine. I, I, I was playing six, seven hours a day. I was doing complex, like classical pieces. And mm -hmm. I saw that and I was like, I'm done. I can't, I can never do that. I don't think I can yeah. ever, you know, and, and there's, yeah, there, and I, you see, if you look at uh, wonderful classical pianists, the, the, any piano, like people who are on a certain level, you can play your whole life. There's always going to be someone that is better. It can wow you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, just I, just I relate to that. Knock you off your feet. Yeah, definitely. See, like cool. But I understand what the you amount mean, of time that they put feel, into it is just yeah, unbelievable. Like, yeah. The whole yeah. making you feel inadequate thing. I get that because that's kind of how it was for me too, especially coming yeah. up and seeing other competent pianists who were like levels above me. And I was like, I I've been playing all my life and I'm. <laughs> And then you're like, wait, do I know anything? Close to this? Yeah. yeah, no, I yeah. understand that. I understand that mm -hmm. very much. Yeah. But, but then know, there's people too that are are looking at you the same way, you know, and good it, point. That's interesting. It's, that's you finished my sentence. That's actually what I was yeah. gonna say. Good point. We're on the same way. It's like why do why do we even bother comparing at all? It's just kind of pointless. Right. It is. It is. At the end of the day. It really is. And I think everybody on this earth has their own unique gifts. And it's, you know, just share it. That's kind of my, that's kind of why I just started up again. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm just going to get back into this, you know? Um, well, thank you. When did you decide? Yeah. When, when did you decide to get back in? You said this has been recent, like within the last year or like how, how long? Yeah. Really? So I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So, um, I, when I graduated high school, I did kind of want to pursue something in music. I was thinking more like music education or something like that, but, um, um, I would say I kind of stopped playing gigs or really even writing music for a while, <laughs> any of that stuff once I graduated college. So I ended up, I ended up uh, with a bachelor's degree in social work and that's what I still do. So I've been in social work now for about seven years, but um, 
I which is a noble just, field, by the way. I have my grandparents were. I that's can't a, that's a, echo yeah. that enough. Like that's yeah. I mean, if you're gonna pick something else to do, you know, yeah, you might as well make a difference in people's lives. Definitely, and it's yeah. it's exactly. a super rewarding uh, field. It's also really mentally it can be very draining. And um, when I graduated from college, I had had an internship at a hospital. And I just got like thrown into it because everybody's short staffed at hospitals. <laughs> so, you know, this newbie, I was, you know, helping people that had had, you know, uh, severe mental health issues, drug overdoses, all that sort of stuff, you know. But um, yeah, I got hired on at the hospital and I worked there for about six years. And, and I loved that job and I loved my coworkers. And it was just, just like this really like close family um but at the end of the day I was just exhausted mentally and I felt like I wasn't being present for my kids or my husband and I had no motivation to pursue music and you know I just kind of felt my my fire dimming <laughs> every every year <laughs> um so we know the feeling, yeah, believe me. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a real thing. You know, you kind of have to figure out, I, you know, I feel that everybody has a, maybe a different spectrum of mental tenacity and what they can kind of handle and that's okay. And um, at some point I was just like, I got to get out of this <laughs> at the, at the hospital. Um, yeah. So I, I do still work in social work, but it's a little bit more laid back and people come to me for help when they want help. And that's really nice, you know, to not go into a room and have somebody Twist someone's like, arm. yelling at you or <laughs> throwing stuff at you. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I, I feel like I was just at a point this year that I, I felt more energized. I felt, uh, ready again to kind of step into my passions and like start writing again and I've I don't know I'm kind of one of, I'm very impulsive in a lot of ways too and just one day I think it was in December I was like oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again I'm gonna start a Instagram page I'm gonna just do this and you know told my husband like yeah I'm gonna do this and and now I tell my husband, like, yeah, I met this uh, producer on Instagram and I'm, I'm making all these friends on Instagram. He's like, <laughs> and he's like the complete opposite of me. He's just like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, let's, let's uh, make all these new friends. And, and he's like, well, Ruth, but like, are they like, like, you don't even know them. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, this is a know. real part of the business, right? Like. Yeah learning mm -hmm. how to network yeah I, mean, I say that from my perspective because this has been a learning experience for me um, yeah you know and and uh, yeah I get I understand you know it and, and you've got a significant other it's it's you know it's partnership right so like it's mm -hmm. part of that process you know regardless if they're making art yeah. with you or not um, mm -hmm. but you know something you said it was December right that you kind of just to start you said it well, you did say the phrase that you're impulsive a bit. Yeah, was it, was it, I am very. It doesn't sound like it was so impulsive. 
uh, well, okay. what you were supposed to do, but like maybe the timing or I'm just curious about, yeah, I'm curious about that word. And I, before December, I had like deleted all my social media for like a long time. Cause like, I actually am a pretty private person. So this has been weird for me to like share so much. Um, But I just, yeah, one day I was just like, you know, I'm just going to get back into this and um, like, it's time. Like, I was just like, it's time for me to do this again. I just felt something. And, and so once I had that in my mind and I'm also like this, like once I, once I get an idea in my mind, I'm like, full throttle like like I I had all of a sudden I had this huge plan you know and it, it's like I'm checking these little things off my list so that I can can execute this I mean even like like back in January I finally got a, a bit more of a decent phone so that I could take better videos and you know just just little things like that that I never even told my husband, uh, you know, the why, but we were talking about it the other day. I'm like, yeah, that's why I got that phone back in this. Cause I wanted to, this, this was my whole plan, you know, and, and I'm just, um, you know, hoping to like continue and, and grow. But um, yeah, it's a, I've, I've got big ideas, I guess I should say. I also have ADHD, inattentive type, <laughs> so that might be part of it too. But well, you know what, Ruthie? Like, it's something that I've experienced quite a bit in my life, and Michael has too. And it's been labeled "quote grandiose thinking." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I definitely. It, but to us, like when we feel that vision and we see what's possible, like it's not grandiose to, to me. I'm sure you feel the same way, right? Well, yeah. And I think there's some people like whenever I've had thoughts like this, like there's nothing that will stop me. Like I'll keep going, I'll keep pushing. And let me tell you, there's definitely been times in the past few months where I've felt so stressed out because I've just questioned myself. And then, you know, you also just have that knowing that there's people that are like, what the heck are you doing? You know? Um, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, if I have an idea in my mind, I will just keep pushing and going until I feel like I've accomplished uh, whatever it is that I set up to do, even if that takes years. So, you know, it's, it is what it is, but you know, it makes me think this is just kind of a thought and it might be a little more general, but you might have an insight that could be important. How do you feel about that? Like, the, you know how we we're given labels and like people have this idea of who they think we are. And mm. so when we say I, something grandiose, you know, how it could kind of be like, what's wrong with Ruthie? Like she's yeah. talking crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, de- <laughs> I definitely feel that. Um, Yeah. And I think sometimes too, just even your motive behind things, you know, like sometimes I wonder that and I hope, I hope, um, I I mean, I guess at the end of the day, people are going to think what they want, but I, I'm so busy and like focused, you know, it's like, first of all, I'm working full time and then I've got kids and, 
And thankfully my husband is super helpful and just like a rock star and, you know, he's helps, helps out a lot. Um, and then I'm working on music, like in my spare time. So it's like, at some point, I feel like in the beginning, I was maybe a bit more anxious about, oh, what are people going to think? Especially because like I said before this, I was like not really on social media at all. Like I am a very private person and I, and I cherish that. Like I, I just don't trust that many people. Um, and so to step out of that, yeah, yeah. So to like step out and, and start sharing even more of my life with, with people had had been kind of terrifying <laughs> but um at the end of the day I'm like you know what this is just me and there's definitely people that are gonna not like me and that's absolutely fine like that's a little self-conceited I think to to want everybody to like you it's just kind of yeah. weird but think so I'm like like you like yeah. everyone that comes across yeah. your screen or play I mean I do like everybody I'm kidding I'm kidding oh man you just love people no I get I get I, uh, I do love people though I'm a social worker no I know what you mean yeah. as far as yeah. is there an element for you of the fact like I don't even like talking to people about the things that I love and that I feel passionate about because they're just not going to get it mm-hmm. so why even and, waste the energy yeah yeah and I I mean I feel like also there's definitely been moments in my life that pivoted me in a way uh, against music you know people I cared about telling me to not pursue it um and and that people very much so mean well in a lot of ways but I think at the end of the day, and this is kind of what I get at, what I want to show my kids. I want to show my kids that, hey, your mom had a dream. And and I don't know what, what will all come of this, you know. Um, like I said, I'm working on an EP right now. But I really kind of am also focused on building a community of other musicians as well that, you know, we can just kind of support each other because that that community as well is just has been so awesome and supportive on um instagram especially it's just been amazing so um yeah yeah first off can i just thank you for sharing that because i what having kids myself and having Mm -hmm. what i feel like it resonates with me because those were a lot of the same motivations that that i ascribe to myself and my story and why Mm -hmm. i decided to like i lost my job and it was like do i want to go and do the same job that i hate at another company yeah. who do I want to do I want to actually like take advantage of 2020 and yeah. uh, the world's flipped upside down anyway I might as well like this is the career I was supposed to be doing anyway right. I might as well be doing it you know and and everyone's story is different some people can't uh, be able to just shift out of a full-time job straight into something or, or whatever but um you know there's always a way to make it happen if you if yeah. you make it happen but the the fact that you have this motivation to basically like just show your kids look you know mm-hmm. it's okay to have a dream that other people don't necessarily believe in and it's okay to to just go for it even Mm -hmm. if you know well and I think just even to continue to hone in on those skills and create you know like I said I I stopped I pretty much stopped playing guitar writing music 
you know, I like back in 2000, I graduated high school in 2009 and I had like started up a YouTube channel and like I had racked up quite a bit of views on a lot of my videos, which I've now since deleted because I thought, you know, I'm impulsive and I'm just like, oh, don't like that that day. But, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I just like completely quit with that. You know, there's so many things that I just, just stopped doing. Um, and, and a lot of it too was just, you know, maybe people that I really cared about their opinion kind of um, didn't have your me, back. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, I don't even know if it's that they didn't have my back, but it's just like be a little bit more realistic, you know, oh, but yeah. I, I, I hate am, that word. I hate, it's not well, I, maybe I don't hate the word. I hate when it's used in that context. Yeah. You know, yeah. do you feel yeah, like maybe it's just a, a perception for creative people, maybe musicians particularly, but like, that's not a real job. It's not a real career. Yeah. You can yeah. make a living doing that. You can make money. Money, yeah. money. Right. Money. Well, and I even think people, um, people probably who are not um, pursuing music at really any degree have no idea, first of all, the amount of money that it does cost to, I mean, if you're going to, like I said, I'm working with a producer for the first time and, and, that's been a very reasonable, but even so it's still, you know, it's, it's expensive. And, um, and, and then just the time, the effort, I always laugh because I, I used to play quite a few, um, weddings and I, I do have one book, but I probably won't, I don't, I just don't love playing at weddings, but, um, I, I, I think people just really underestimate, you know, they'll pay like photographers, maybe five, 600. I don't know how, what the going rate is in Arizona for weddings, but like a musician, it's like, what you want me to pay this much pay you for this? Like that? Yeah. 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 I I think it just, that is just something that I think people really don't understand sometimes how, how much time and effort that musicians actually put into their, their work, you know, maybe is it because (laughs) it's come up good quality musicians they do sort of work a, a way of magic it make they make it like great musicians make it look easy don't they they do uh-huh. yeah they make it look easy and and then I think too especially you know like I said for myself and this is for many 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 indie artists that you are doing marketing promotion mm. um you know trying to trying to kind of organically build a fan base um it's 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 a lot of work but it's fun like it's very engaging for me like I really enjoy it but sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I gotta like completely just unplug and get out into the woods like (laughs) that's kind of my place to just go and just kind of get some energy back and you know energy yeah yeah it's because it 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 can be kind of tiring like I said I'm I'm a private person I'm I'm pretty introverted so (laughs) this sounds stupid but even talking to people online not even using my voice I'll get I'll I'll just get kind of tired after a while (laughs) well any type of social interaction requires 
energy from all the parties. Yeah. And depending on how much yeah. energy you're putting into it compared to and the I other people. And I feel like I do a lot. Like I do put a lot of energy because I do care. Like I, I'm a generally pretty, um, you know, care about people. I want to know what, you know, how they're doing, what they're feeling, but yeah. yeah. Well, that does take actual energy. Like it, we only get a certain amount of mental energy per day. And then don't you mm-hmm. feel like once it's spent, I'm like, I'm done for that. I can't, you know, you oh, talk about yeah. that, like, that tough job that wore you out and you get home yes. and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Zombie mode. Yeah. What I call oh, it. I would, I was totally in a zombie mode. Just, you know, not even, yeah, I wasn't like there, you know, and exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Feeling. But I was telling somebody the other day that, I, um, I, since I started really kind of delving into music again, um, I just feel so much happier, like just this inner joy that I'm just so happy. And, and it's not, that's the big thing to me that I think a lot of people don't get as well. You know, it's like with a lot of indie artists, you are, you're putting lots of time, money, energy into this and you wouldn't do it if you didn't love it because like why would you you know but but I do love it and so it's it is fun and it's rewarding um yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then you're already a success honestly because you're doing something you love part of you is set free you know yeah that's freedom there that you can't I can't put a price tag on yeah and I you know another just I wouldn't even say it was a goal of mine. It was just kind of a constant thought. Maybe when I, maybe it was an epiphany I had, I don't know. When I had that thought, like, I'm going to start this again. It was really, there was a big part of me that has always been so, so like obsessed almost with not what everybody thinks. That's not like, I'd really, like I said, I'm a little bit of a weirdo. So I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like, Ruth's just a little different, but, um, (laughs) but there's people that are closer to me that I've always really, really cared about what they thought. And I mean, to the point where it's been like, I've, I've not really embraced my whole being who I really am, you know? And, and so I think that was a part of it for me too, was just like that. It it all kind of goes together you know, just kind of showing people who I really am. This is my music. You know, a lot of the music that I write is very personal, um, which is in and of itself kind of terrifying sometimes to share with people, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And um, I don't know, a lot of the songs I write, I, and I, I don't have too many songs on my Instagram yet, because like I said, I'm working on them for my EP, but they're um they're kind of sad songs and it's you know I've I've dealt a lot um in the past and still do with mental health issues and so that's just kind of a release you know and well yeah yeah we've kind of at least for me I've kind of seen a light on a lot of things that I didn't for a long time but believe me I was I was I've hit the pits with mental health stuff yeah Yeah. And and I mean, I think a lot of people have, you know, I guess that's, that's a part of my message too, that I want to share, you know, because 
I think I come across and, and I am generally a pretty happy, grateful person. I, there's a lot of things that I find beauty in, in life, but um, there's also a lot of sadness. And I often see that in my job too, you know, yeah, I, I think I, I really actually get frustrated with people who are like always trying to be positive and smile all the time. And it's just kind of <laughs> almost disgusting to me. I'm like, that's just not real life, you know, like just, there's a lot of crap in this world, but so, so yeah, I feel like when I write songs, typically maybe I'm not feeling as great in my mind and, and I just need to get it out on paper and, and it helps me. Um, but yeah, you just kind of wonder sometimes when people listen to that music back, like, what is this girl's problem? Like, is she, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I mean, I'm a little yeah. taken aback at how similar our thinking is in terms of like the way you're because i feel yeah. those same feelings in terms my mm -hmm. music Me too. My, our music is very my own that's separate from what we've done is also very personal in terms of what i put into the art i know what mm -hmm. you're talking about like in terms of mm -hmm. that, that oh it's terrifying to like um it's it's an interesting thing that it does to people who might be more inclined to be um introverted mm -hmm. uh and like because the only really way to build the following is to have extroversion. You have to understand something about extrovert. And, you know, I'm sure with the background right. with social work, it, you get to see a spectrum, right? So you kind of have some insights there that maybe people don't have. And I, but I definitely, um, that really resonated a lot with me because I, I, this whole process you're talking about, like you're, I, I understand because it, it's, it's a lot of what, you know, original art, you're cre we're creating this stuff from, from a place that's, that's deep. And you, yes, you right. can also approach it differently and maybe just work on a groove, but I don't know, there's lots Definitely. of ways to do it and there's no wrong way. Yeah. You know, and like. I feel like in the past, I have written songs that I thought other people would want to hear. Oh, and yeah. they've been just to, in my opinion, a lot of those songs have been, um, I don't even know what's the right word to say. Like, I'm just not true to myself, you know. Like, they weren't authentic. Well, it just seems like yeah. yeah, it seems like you just weren't feeling it, or it wasn't like it didn't resonate exactly with who you. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, I feel like this is what I should write about, or you know, I should try and write a happier song. And you know, it's not that I never write happy songs, but I don't. I. I just want to write what I feel like just really resonates deeply with me, you know, something that I'm going to really connect with because I feel like then that's what other people will actually connect with as well. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it is right. a little bit Agreed. nerve wracking. Yeah, that's right. You, you're, you're, you are a hundred percent right. We've, we've had, I think a number of other people say the same thing that, mm -hmm. If you're doing things for other people, it's just never gonna feel the way you want it to. Like when you finally mm -hmm. let your creative self free and you know, like you're talking about being unapologetic for your art because you know that it's authentic to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a yeah. process we all have to go through. And you've mentioned that, do you feel like you're finally through that? Cause it seems like through your life, there's kind of always been this self doubt because of the way you might think people would react 
to your authentic yeah. art? Yeah, I think it, it all kind of resonates together of, you know, whether that be art or, you know, your art, your beliefs, your, you know, what you really think, that can all be tied in together, I think. It easily is, but, um, but yeah, I, I think, and that probably just comes with age too and having kids. And again, I just, I just want them to have that instilled in them that who they are and what they're going through, you know, whatever it is that they're going through in life that it's okay, first of all, you know, just, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just too, like back in the day, I just feel like emotions were like, you couldn't talk about your emotions and you know if you had, to, you had to just suck it up like yeah just definitely. toughen up just toughen up and just find a right. way to deal with you're not it. a yeah. you're not imagining that that right. was my experience as well i felt i up. felt that i had to do that for too much of my life like i had to apologize yeah. for being human i had to apologize right, for right. having certain things that i was battling and it's like there's yeah. nothing wrong with me. It's just this is what this is life deal with right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah I think that like um I don't know I just I I yeah I'm at this point in my life where I'm continuing to just be more comfortable with with who I am, and I think that's you know starting to become more expressive in in my art. So yeah. It's funny because a lot of the things that you're experiencing, we've experienced recently in <laughs> slightly different ways, but we've been taught the same lessons. And that was definitely one of them. The fact yeah. that you can't hide from who you are supposed to be. And you, you knew who you were supposed to be all this time, Ruthie, but everyone else was trying to talk you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I'm tired. I hit a point where I'm like, like I told you earlier, it's like, I'm just going to tell you what I'm feeling mm -hmm. in the moment. I'm just going to mm -hmm. be real with you. And mm -hmm. it's because you get to a point where it's just like, it feels like fake communication. Like everyone's just putting on an act, but you'd never yeah. actually get to communicate with people. I'm just like, I'm sick of this. Like, Which I'm that just, to yeah. me is so exhausting. Fake. Yeah. Doesn't drain like, energy. So exhausting. And, and, you know, I think that's part of it too with even my job, like every day and even still, and I usually meet one-on-one -on -one with people and we're talking about like, you know, deep, just heartbreaking stuff, you know, personal Very stuff. Personal, yeah. And so I almost sometimes, almost sometimes I have a difficult time communicating with people on a surface level. It almost just pains me to like try and make, um, just like surface talk and I don't even know what to say you know I it, it makes yeah. me anxious I keep reporting yeah. into words something that I have a hard time articulating yeah yeah no problem no problem I feel, but, I feel that way a lot and you know you know how you've mentioned I think it, at least two or three times that you're a private person and mm -hmm. so the fact that you were willing to come and do this like it's important because people beautiful listeners around the world need to hear your story and mm -hmm. you know there's gonna there's gonna be a a portion of humanity that's gonna resonate with your story and that's 
that'll be going through or have gone through the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, and they need to know that, well, Ruthie did it. So this thing's possible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I just, I, I, I think it's important for introverts to speak out and (laughs) have a voice, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you talked about community, like that's part of what we're trying to do is mm-hmm. creatives in general, whether you be musicians, artists, super ambitious people, like people that have that vision that sometimes only they believe is possible. Like these are the type of people we want to feel like they have a place where they can come and talk about things they've gone through and actually have other people understand them, be able to okay. empathize with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I had uh, listened um, to one of your other episodes and, and that was, I listened the whole way through and it was just, it was such a pleasant, uh, episode to listen to, you know, it was just, I, I felt uh, so at peace about, um, coming on and, and chatting with you guys. I was talking to my husband about it. I'm like, yeah, I just, I think it's going to be just super fun to connect with other, um, musicians alike and you know you kind of you you do you you have a a different understanding um and knowledge just of what you guys are going through you know and it it is it's a community so it's kind of thank you for saying cool. that yeah that, that's a huge compliment frankly I really uh, and, and I really did enjoy it how it's coming from you and I and I just means a lot was what i was going to say earlier was that there are literally there's there's a set of people in this world that will only resonate a certain way with only your with ruth with your voice and yeah you're on a mission of like you're literally out doing that um mm-hmm. the this group of people that have both listened to the show and have come on the show have completely changed my life completely yeah. it's been the most surreal experience because I get to it is a bit of peeling behind the curtain and you talk about you know you feel comfortable to come on with again can't thank you enough for saying that but I mean it it just it's made me feel comfortable with who I think I like who I thought I was I'm Mm -hmm. like okay I get it like because all these themes that we're talking about have just resonated throughout the grandiose one I think it's probably the big one you know it's been a big one yeah yeah Yeah, that sometimes you have those larger than life dreams and and they seem crazy, but sometimes you just really do have that passion on your heart, you know? I, and some people are just like, Ryan has delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? A lot of those, like, people that are insanely, like, creative, oh, I mean, Vincent Van Gogh chopped his ear off, so, you know? <laughs> sometimes you this is a conclusion i've come to and you seem like the same type of person and there's just too much creative energy inside of us to just leave it in there and not get it out Mm -hmm. i i even will say i think that for creatives and i mean i think many people across the board struggle with their mental health but I will say, I feel like I've been putting so much more time and energy into music and just I'm passionate about it. And I'm just in such a better mental state, you know, because I'm, I'm just, you're not 
maybe so much in your head as much as you maybe would be. There's maybe there's just less free time. I don't know. <laughs> the way I think of it, when you, because I again, this really resonates with me, because this is how it, this has like been my experience as well. Um, mm -hmm. Isn't it something that you, know, you talk about, like, well, writing songs for others and whether or not you do sad songs or happy songs? You know, sometimes you need to write out that sad song so you can put it behind you. Yeah, you might sing it for the rest yeah. of your life if it's a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe you don't. Maybe you just tuck it away and never sing it again. But the yeah. point is, is like it's still therapy. Like it's still a form of therapy because you're writing something down and you're creating this art. And it does. Mm -hmm. There is a, there, every single time there's always a block that I can remove if I can get mm -hmm. the song out. And then it's like, OK, I can get past this thing. Um, right music has been the only thing that's done anything like that for me it's nothing yeah that does it. And yeah there are people who need that and there are people who go through different times in their life and so you know what people need sad music people need angry music people mm -hmm. need confident music people need yeah. dance music happy music they need all we need all of it death metal Hell yeah yes humanity need needs death, death metal, metal. <laughs> you know what i've come around dude i'm yeah. now a metal fan that didn't happen until this year so you know I, oh I really know. yeah I, I never respected it you know what it is you know what this show is like dude it's like all the band nerds and all the metalheads are finally like get come together and understanding each other because that's what this feels like to me because what yeah. i've discovered is all these metalheads who i thought were like I don't know, just either too intense or whatever image I had that kind of messed up my view of them. They're literally, yeah. I feel like they're all just like me, banner kind of way. Like yeah. they're a music nerd in their own respect, just on their own thing. And the whole, the whole like metal scene and everything is it's art. And once I started looking at it as art, instead of what my, whatever, you know, you talk about growing up in a religious upbringing, there's a lot of like preconceived imagery and that's yes. built into that experience. It's uh -huh. hard to detach from. And dude, I'm telling you, it wasn't until... Like I actually meeting a lot of metal musicians and like going back through all these old catalogs of, of great bands to go, I missed this completely. Like I now you gotta listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that's funny because I grew up on just I, I grew up in a very um conservative family and like my whole family's pretty conservative. And um, so we listened to a lot of Christian music. Um, but I had one cousin. That was just kind of like this. He was kind of cool and like, you know, a little bit dark and of mysterious. Course, black sheep. Of course. Yeah, but he um, he still listened to Christian uh, music, heavy metal. But like, I don't know if you know of like Project Eighty Six or any any that of that. particular name is not to me. Creed was that. Like, yeah. I was a huge. Okay. Fan. Like, well, I, I don't know if that classifies as metal, but it's close. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he listened to like Christian heavy metal rock, you know, Christian heavy screamo, metal, that's a whole, that's screamo a whole music. Genre I've missed. Right oh, now. yeah. Great. Yeah. So you're going to have to look back, you know, get <laughs> some things out. Yeah, for sure. But, um, but yeah, so we, we would listen to that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Skillet. They were my first concert and they were cool. They were, that was like back when they were like not, and now they're, they're a bit bigger now. But this was before they were big. Well, they in the little town, the town that I was in, the band, the, everyone knew who they were and everyone loved them. I was like, cool. Mr. Mm -hmm. Band. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. when I was back, when I was still Mr. Band. Did you have I, did you have a theme song for yourself when you were Mr. Band? Um, we can move on now to okay. a different question. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not actually going to, yeah, we're going to move on now. I'm not going to, I cannot confirm or deny. Ruthie, I'm... <laughs> 
I don't know. I feel like I should tell you that I'm proud of you. Just, just coming from someone who's struggled and had a really hard times with mental, mental struggles. Like I know how it is. Like for me, there were yeah. days just getting out of bed was like a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know where where you've been or what you've gone through, but just the fact you're doing this, I feel like it's a really big deal for you. It it, it is. It's it's been very therapeutic yeah I've definitely struggled um like I said I mean I think just even like you know growing up um in a more conservative house um in a very religious home and there I absolutely don't want to like um rag on them or anything but like it just really wasn't um I didn't feel that it was accepted to struggle with mental illness even though I was struggling a lot and you know and then I I would um have really dark thoughts in high school and um I which I eventually just thought was really normal <laughs> you know you kind of like you normalize your behaviors, um, especially I think if, if it starts out young, like you kind of normalize um, certain thought patterns and things like that. But um, yeah, yeah, like it just, it, it just does, it becomes normal. And um, and like I said, I, I definitely think like, absolutely my parents did the very best job that they could do. And, and also I never, I don't think I ever told them that I was really struggling um, with it, but I just didn't feel like that was something that I could be open with anybody about. Like, um, yeah, there's weird. an element. I don't know if you felt this, Michael, but there's like when you when you have these struggles and you realize, wait a minute, like everyone else around me is not talking about this. Like, right. there, it doesn't seem like anyone else is going through this but me. And then mm -hmm. when you start feeling like, oh my gosh, there's just something seriously wrong with me. Right? Yeah, it just it's I think there's a, a shame too. Yeah, the stigma. The stigma yeah. of telling people hey, I have this issue and I don't know what's going mm -hmm. on. And then you're mm -hmm. like you're stuck between this choice of like do I speak up and get ostracized or do I just like deal with it and shut up about it? And I tried the speaking right. effort out and I just I didn't get hurt. You know, so like I mean nobody really heard uh you know when it, things were really bad or like if I were to, you know, something really um mm -hmm. sorry i'm just uh i'm really like i'm feeling a lot of what you're saying it's heavy for me because uh yeah i, I was abused i know it's a heavy subject <laughs> you know and, oh. and you know when i got abused pretty bad that you know that the, the church didn't do shit mm -hmm. they knew mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. knew that i got thrown to the drywall they knew what happened oh. so i have a lot of love for religious people i have a lot of yeah. love for the old cult that i used to go to when i was a kid and all that me but too. like Mm -hmm. I know I'm not like it's not real there's nothing yeah. real there it's just a bunch yeah. of a bunch of going through the motions for me and and I what I'm seeking is something more real it's like mm -hmm. you said about well again when you said like about, the conversation we're having yeah, right now like yeah, how you, yeah. you even struggle with the niceties and you struggle with the the, the surface stuff because it's all yes. about, we all know it's like a bunch of nonsense anyway I want to get to this stuff and yeah 
Um, no, that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> I'm just kind of, um, I'm humbled. Like it's such an honor to like, for you to have the courage to, to come on and talk to us, but also just to be so open and to be so wise and, and, uh, thank you. Cause it, it's, it's really, really helpful to know that I'm not, I'm not alone in this. Like I, what you're describing, yeah. like I understand. Cause it's like, yeah, know, absolutely you, not. How you're like describing yeah. my life. Like, yeah. Well, that's crazy, but yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand that too with the, I, I don't know what it is. And, and like I said, I know so many amazing, I do know so many amazing Christians and, right. and I, I, I myself, I still ascribe to being a Christian for sure, but I, I, I really struggle connecting with a lot of 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 religious people just because you said that's kind of that surface like everything's fine um you know but but at the end of the day if you really get to know somebody we're all struggling with something and and I think that's sometimes what people are really missing um is just knowing that we really do all struggle and and we've all been through things and, you know, we're all doing the best that we can, but, but I think, I think a lot of more people would probably go to church and, and whatnot, if, if, if people were just more real, you know? Um, yeah. But. I don't know if it's something that people don't sense that they're doing like a culture that can be created mm-hmm. to where certain people like me at times just didn't feel welcome Mm -hmm. and it's it's Mm -hmm. not and it's not because the outward so everything outward is saying is welcome yeah like come on in yeah yeah Yeah. but when i go there the feeling i get is not fulfilling like so i'm Mm -hmm. like i don't know what's going on here but yeah yeah i always um like i said i mean my place that i feel most connected with God is probably walking through the woods and having a conversation for my husband. He's, he's a big hunter and, and he feels, you know, he told me, he's like, that's where I feel most connected with, with God is when I'm out hunting. I believe it too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot wrapped up in that, but um, you know, and at the end of the day, I wonder too, sometimes like how much, how much is it all in my head too? You know, I, I kind of, I wonder that sometimes, like, I, I think a lot, you know, sometimes I think I think too much, but we all do. We all overcomplication. Yeah. It's a, a human can be yeah. a hamster wheel. Yeah. When, when at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you wonder, well, I know you said like you, you did speak up and, and you didn't get heard, but yeah, I, I wonder sometimes too if if I would have spoke up how how that would have gone. I I'll never know because I didn't. But yeah, and there's yeah. there's been times where I was going through certain things and I just sucked it up and never got around to delving into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that I just fixed it on my myself just, because yeah. it would have been a super embarrassing like prodding right, right. journey that I didn't have to go through. <laughs> right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah. That's so true too yeah very well, the true. thing is we're all human beings and mental like the mental health field kind of makes you feel like an alien like they're come bringing you in to like prod you and you know yeah 
Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I don't. I never liked that mentality. Or at least like that's that. what. It, maybe it's it was like just me, flip. but it did feel it's that like way. whether yeah. or not they're even competent to have a. But now, if I if I enter a room and I see Ruthie there, I'm gonna be feeling pretty good about talking about. You're just gonna her. open up. I see. I have that. Um, I have that with people though. Like I'll meet strangers and they'll just like start just telling me everything, you know, and and not in a bad way either. It's like we just connect it's they like I either with you you know they yeah I either you. connect with people or not at all so I probably I'm sure to some people I seem like super standoffish but there's some people that I don't I don't um I just don't even like I've their energy I'm like eh, no I don't, I don't need that yeah no. we, we ran into that situation recently where we had to make a decision if we wanted our life and sometimes it's nothing personal right in the sense no yeah like i feel a certain type of energy and it's just not for me but it doesn't have anything to do with you you know doesn't mean yeah it just means that right i'm just not capable of like handling what you're sending me it ain't gonna it's not gonna be there (laughs) yeah 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 i don't know Man, yeah. this kind of stuff. A deep talk, really, really counseling. Right? Yeah, really well, no, go, that's, go, I mean, go. I, you've already, I've somehow made this about me, uh, as usual. But like, I really, <laughs> I've said things here on air that I've never said. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, thank you. These conversations are therapy for everyone involved. Yeah, like we're all yeah. enlightened. We're all, we all learn from each other. We're all yeah. edified together. Thank you yeah that's important you just don't feel alone you know right well yeah i will interject with this and that's the 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 book thoughts are things in the second chapter when it talks about intelligences and like you're of a certain type of intellect and intelligence ruthie and if you don't get time to be around and associate with people of like intellect you're you're gonna feel like something's missing in your life and Mm -hmm. it's so true like that's proven to be true since i read yes it's in a book (laughs) (laughs) how grateful i am for this invisible web that's it was magical because it was like already there and we tapped into it because we decided to go i also was off instagram for a while and i decided to come back with the show and it's like the all it was it was already there all these wonderful people yeah you were all out there you know and and i just i'm so grateful that somehow if you put something good out there in the universe or you're calling you put out the bat signal or whatever for like good things they'll come your way yeah that's it's so true i feel like i like i said (laughs) it's just like yeah i'm gonna do this now and i've met so many cool people you know and even you know just doing this podcast this is the first podcast i've ever done um but hey, really Thank i you. just yeah i just had a good feeling about it. i was like yeah i'm gonna do that yeah you know and and um cool. yeah it's just it's it is really really cool how you can connect with people over the internet um <laughs> most experiences have been good not all but you know <laughs> but it, that just that's the nature of dealing with this is uh, how it is humanity <laughs> yeah yeah this is how it is but 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Ruthie. Before you go, can you talk a little bit about, tell us whatever we need to know about your music that's coming out, like, to get well, us ready. Well, yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm finishing up um, my first single of the EP, and I think how we're going to plan to do it is kind of release, you know, one at a time. I think we'll do five songs, um, and that's a, another cool thing. So I met this producer, and he's out in Toronto, actually. His name is Joel, Joel Schwartz and we connected through Instagram and I just, again, I had a good feeling about it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Cool. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, so that's been interesting, like, cause I'm kind of recording my parts at home doing home recording. And then he's, he is a extremely talented musician and producer. And so, um, so yeah, pretty soon um, I'll be releasing my first, um, single called come back and um yeah I'm just gonna keep planning to to work on the EP this year and we'll slowly keep releasing things and I'm probably most most active on on my Instagram because it's just insane to try and keep up with like all of the social media I, I can't do it yeah. We've come to the same conclusion. Yeah, by the time this recording actually hits live, that I don't think there's a few social platforms we're going to be exiting, and just to just to really reform yeah. strategy, you just got to go with what's yeah. working, you know. Right, and and I think it just helps you um, uh, do better. Like if you're gonna, you know, you're gonna focus on one thing, and but um, but yeah, so I would say you know people should just kind of um, check out my Instagram. That is Ruthie music and life because I think it's I don't know I think it's kind of boring when people just post music that's me that's my me personally because I like to get to know people but yeah maybe that's controversial I don't know I personally enjoy when they just share everything that they like yeah yeah like I yeah that's what I I do on my Instagram like everything I like (laughs) I'm gonna put up there and I don't care yeah yeah i i like to post i mean about like nature and and my kids and stuff whatever is what's whatever is on my mind but but yeah so um yeah that would be kind of where people can can kind of stay stay in the loop with what i'm what i'm up to so and if i ever just like go off the face of the earth like you know reach out no (laughs) i probably won't but you never know so yeah well thank you for doing this i we don't it's not lost on us for this to be one of the first times that you do this in public you know yeah so thank you no it was it was my pleasure it was it was uh, a very enjoyable conversation so i appreciated it <laughs> yeah folks go check her out on instagram and then very excited for the ep coming out um i will let you got i will uh i got one little thing to do here is uh to say goodbye that we have a closer you ready for this i'm so excited yeah Ruthie. we love y'all folks Ruthie. 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 Ruthie.